And good morning. Welcome to Things You Might Not Have Heard, where we'll bring you yesterday's latest information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. And it, while it seems like you're missing something, today is Wednesday, February the 8th. Something just is off. I can't kind of figure out what it is. It's like I should be harping on something and can't quite get what it was. Oh, well, it must not be all that important. But we like to think we're kind of important as your go-to source for unconventional stories and some mainstream stories as well. We give you a good mix of things that you might not have gotten from the mainstream media last night, plus the things that are really important. Now, this is all based on literally what you tell us to do. You vet the stories, and then I picked some of the better ones, if you will, uh, to make it fit the narrative. And fit the timeline eight stories out of a swapping about 30 every day uh we take the top 15 stories of those and pull from the eight we'll go deeper in detail on how you can pick the stories to get us in here or get them in the range for me to hopefully pick them and if i pick stories that you don't particularly are you don't really like let me know we'll try to work on that in the future as the teacher graphic says we're talking chinese spy balloon again plus seven other stories that were vetted by you and of course created by me so let's get started let's get this day going uh although there's something there's just something that i'm missing i just can't quite put my finger on it but um we'll probably get around to that eventually somebody will remind me somewhere in the live i guess let's go on to the first story for this morning and it is First images of Chinese spy balloon debris pulled from Atlantic Ocean, released by U.S. Navy. And this is an interesting thing. Um, the reason why they waited so long to shoot down a balloon, because uh, once they did, there was about a seven-mile radius of debris. And seven miles of, the, of not knowing what's in the balloon is kind of an issue. So they did wait until it got off the coast of Carolina to shoot it off into the ocean. Seems like a good idea now, except for the fact it did fly completely across the continent of the United States, plus a bit of Alaska as well. So while we're sure that balloon had a little cellular plan and was sending data back to um, China over there, it wasn't just stuck on a hard drive waiting to get back to China. Uh, so they got something from there. But we're seeing the, the I can say, magnificent uh, pictures of the images that you're seeing from them rescuing the balloon from the bottom of the water, bottom of the sea. So about 40 miles uh, deep there in that place where it landed. So not very hard to find it, not like it's out in the middle of the ocean. But the pictures there are showing uh, just, just great pictures of the debris that they're pulling out of the water from the Chinese balloon. We're still going to talk about and fight this Chinese balloon because, you know, Congress. But uh, we'll see how this thing falls, well, plays out going further and what we can learn from the debris of said balloon. And this is not pictures of Bowen Yang in a, in a hat. This are real pictures of the spy balloon. GMAs fired Amy Robach and TJ Holmes in talks those are air quotes, uh, for a new job at Rival Network after shamed couple are ousted at ABC. So essentially, they are done, and they have no friends left at the ABC News, and they're not worried about getting jobs, at least they weren't, and probably that is because the rumors has it, the rumors have it, rumor has them at Newsmax. I'm sorry, News Nation. That would be weird if they were at Newsmax. News Nation, not quite as weird. Uh, News Nation, which tends to be the home of Mitzvah toys these days, plucking in all sort of people from their hell that was their former lives on other television networks, mostly cable, and bringing them to life on a channel that doesn't do enough news and isn't on enough times. It doesn't have enough people, and no one knows how they're actually paying for it. They may pay for Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Apparently, the talk, well, 
Um, but it was confirmed they are leaving ABC News and they have to go someplace. This seems like the place they're going. This is a story that I've been waiting all day to talk about, literally all day, all night, all yesterday. Minnesota woman accused of hitting man with whole chicken. Now, I waited for this come come down, and then the robot editor only gave me this line of actual story. On Wednesday, February 1st, at approximately 7.30 p.m., Eagle Lake police officers responded to a domestic assault call where they could hear yelling from inside the residence. That's a quote. Natalie Broomer was, uh, was aggressive towards officers as they tried to take her into custody. What did she do? She literally hit the guy with a big old chicken in the domestic dispute. Click the link to go deeper into this because this is a story that I really, really want to go 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 into. But the robot editor is choosing not to let me do that. Probably on a good thing because it probably was spent way too much time on bashing people and domestic chicken violence, which is always bad. Okay, next story. Harry Whittington, the Texas lawyer shot by Dick Cheney in 2006, dies at 95. Harry Weddingson is a pioneering Texas Republican and prominent Austin lawyer who died over the weekend. No cause of death was given and no funeral arrangements were made public. He was made famous back in 90, or 2006 on a hunting trip with former Vice President Dick Cheney, uh, where he was shot in the face with a shotgun by Dick Cheney. Uh, he survived that one. He remained in touch with Cheney after the accident and harbored no ill will towards him whatsoever. Um, so... There were, there's that, but now he's finally gone, given a chance to bring back that incident and just, you know, talk about Dick Cheney because why not? We can never get too much Dick Cheney. Uh, but, you know, he was 78 back when he was shot, dying now this year at 95. Two old guys in the woods, one gets shot in the face. That's that's how they're playing it. Bard, colon. Google launches chat GPT rival. Uh, Google is fast tracking its rival for uh, chat GPT and it's called Bard. It's going to use some powerful AI like the other things do, but it's also going to have a better grasp of scanning the Internet and Google's vast database of current knowledge as opposed to chat GPT, which is basically force fed older knowledge. As we've said many times, uh, the knowledge in there, the information there is basically about 2020. Uh, so it's pulling some old data or outdated data. And sometimes because it is a chat bot, it is learning. Uh, it's learning to not be so great, depending on what information you feed it, how you question the chat bot. And if you don't check your answers, you don't get good answers. Now, what it's doing lately is giving you a lot of source material, a lot of things to link to and look back to and and, and putting like little 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 reference dots reference numbers in there so you can't just copy paste things in there but uh, we'll see how bard will react with this we'll see uh microsoft essentially trying to buy uh the open ai platform that does chat ptt if not trying to uh, copy something for themselves this is going to be all the rage it's going to be all what's going on around around the world a chat or i should say search was revolutionized by Google when they made it into actual search, not just listings. And so everybody is seeing now the chat bot to, who can do your work for you, do your research, is going to be the way of the future. And controlling it or controlling them is their plan. Bard by Google is their, their one-stop shop to keep you on the Google. We'll see how that works out as it actually starts rolling out fairly soon. Our next story. Chiefs Bar not hosting Super Bowl party in Philadelphia after all. The Big Charlie Saloon in South Philadelphia will not be opening on Super Bowl Sunday after all because it will not be able to accommodate all the fans looking to watch the game there. 
Action News, that's the local news station, um, visited Big Charlie's DeBar as they were getting ready for the Super Bowl. Now, this is a big refuge for Chiefs fans in Philly. And since the Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, this was supposed to be a big booming spot to happen in the time. So Chiefs fans can gather and cheer on their favorite team in the, in the uh, you know, the enemy city. However, uh, maybe somebody get, went to talking to guys at Big Charlie and decided, you know, this might not be the best plan of action to do this thing. Yes, there'll be a lot of fans kind of showing up to get in Chiefs gear and kind of get into the spirit, but that means a whole lot of trouble. So no Super Bowl party at the Chiefs bar in Philly after all. Maybe next year when the Chiefs play someone else. We shall see. Oh, by the way, a record 50 million Americans to wager $16 billion on Super Bowl 57. That's what LVII stands for. Uh, this is coming from USA Today. The American Gaming Association estimates 50.4 million Americans, uh, adults, I should say, will place bets on the Super Bowl, and the bets should go up to about $16 billion or so in the, the wagers. Super Bowl sees as a highlight to benefits of legal sports betting because everybody has a sports book on their phone now. Uh, opening betting is all over the place, literally, so you have no options no, or, or, or you have no way to escape from it unless you are a minor, which would be an issue. Uh, 20% of the U.S. population uh, will gamble on the Super Bowl, and 30% will do it online. Those are the estimates that shall happen. 50 million Americans are going to put some money down on the Super Bowl. I don't uh, normally. Well, uh, let, let's take it back. Uh, when I worked at the radio station, there was the guy that ran the pools and he did the Super Bowl squares and I bought a couple squares every year. Uh, but I, I don't necessarily bet on the numbers or the game because I know it's all fake. Patrick Mahomes is going to win. Of course, it's Chiefs by 80 or, or something. That's that's the way that's the way the NFL wants it to go. So, you know, they do with their thing. And finally, CBS to reboot at midnight as the replacement for the late late show with Steve with James Corden but Stephen Colbert will produce say that through times fast James Corden's gone Stephen Colbert will produce at midnight at midnight was a show uh, that was on well before the late late show back in the days when CBS was a wasteland of no uh real attitude and nothing really going on in the evening they had a a, a show that was basically the late show that had rotating hosts that just had people showing up. And at midnight, a show where Chris Hardwick back at the time uh, would ask three people on a, uh, in a in a game show format things about the Internet because the Internet was was hot and popping way back in way back when Chris Hardwick will not be attached to this uh, version. So but and what exactly it will be. We can only wait to see how it happens. But James Corden, who announced he was leaving uh, last year, um, is still leaving. And so they're not going to replace it with a traditional another late night chat show. They're going to add a reboot of At Midnight. We'll see how that plays for the peoples in the lates of night. Let's go to our teaser story for today. This is a story we may talk about tomorrow if you deem this worthy of talking about. And it may be one of those things where that thing that just seems to be in my head it's not this one, but it seemed like it happened last night as this happened. LeBron James breaks the NBA's all-time scoring record, uh, surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it's probably not sort of uh, kismet that it's not being played out today because none of the people are talking about it on the big news stuff. It's just not not registering because something happened last night. I just can't, I just can't, you know, pull it out of my head. Um, but we can talk about this tomorrow. If you deem it's good to chat about today, and it won't take a lot of time. People need, need a day to talk about it. So it'll be plenty of re reactions and interactions on this subject. 
If you deem this good, follow us on our feeds and tell me about it. Engage in the stories as this thing gets posted. Actually posted uh, right before we went on the air with this one live. So that's around um, 5.50 in the morning uh, Central Time. Like it, love it, hate it, share it at either The Conversation Project on Facebook, which is This is The Conversation Project, or on Twitter, which is TH underscore conversation. The more engagement it gets, the higher chance we get the chance to talk about it. As I say, we will take the top 15 stories out of about 30 stories of the day uh, coming from midnight to 5 a.m. And we will um, let you tell me what they are. The engagement tells me to rank them so I know which ones are top 15. Then I pick the ones that do the best narrative uh, going forward. Oh, that thing I'm forgetting. It's the State of the Union. I didn't actually post about the State of the Union. I post about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and we will talk about her probably this weekend in the your welcome commentary. Uh, but I uh, post about Sarah Huckabee Sanders doing the response. I literally missed the State of the Union because I had a function to get to and then turned it on TV just to see SHS do her thing. And then went to bed, you know, in tears, just listening to the words coming out of her mouth because Republicans are crazy. And I just said that out loud. Something else I'm going to say out loud. Today is the start of Valentine's week. Did you know there's a Valentine's week? Well, guess what? It starts today. And that means it's time to get into the love process. And you might be able to save yourself the love process by going ahead right now and going to Flowers Fast. Flowers Fast will get you Flowers Fast. It will do Flowers Fast. Also chocolates and other gifts that they have fast flowers fast is a website that's attached to the ftd program all the affiliated uh, franchises around the nation so you put in an order and they send it to them and they take it to your local florist and they're done with it now if you get an order in early in the day they can probably make sure your order is delivered same day within hours in some cases that's why they're called flowers fast and so, so you don't get so backed up for valentine's day remember this if it is the 14th which is six days from now or if it is on the um you know the eighth which is today go ahead and get those flowers planned and ready to go and get there forever and you can always keep this in your back pocket in case you need it for some other thing you screw up because you will screw something up eventually check it out at this is the conversation project.com slash flowers fast this is the conversation project.com slash flowers fast check out the sponsors page at our website for more of our main sponsors but this is one of our newer sponsors and they take care they take care they do things with words they take good care of me and many of my friends by getting them their flowers their gifts to their loved ones and their business people because you send flowers for business as well uh as quickly as possible flowers fast will take good care of you guaranteed and this is affiliate link so we do get a little piece back from the flowers you buy cost you nothing extra had to make sure that was uh, communicated now let's talk about the conversation project again at this is the conversation project.com what you get from this is a conversation project.com is more details on the conversation project, more of our programs, how you can find the you're welcome commentary, how you can get this program here in different forms. If you're listening via audio podcast, you might want to watch it live in the morning. You can see where that happens as well, plus links to our newsletter and, like I said, other things we produce for the conversation project. Looking to get more people in the conversation, and we do that. You can find how, 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 and where we do that at our website. This is a conversation project. Now, time for the fun stuff. We're going into starting off with today's stuff, and that is birthdays on this day. February 8th, birthdays on the day. For 2023, Vince Neal 
is turning 62 years old today. Now, old rockers get old and old rockers eventually sort of, you know, get decrepit and, and die off unless you're Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. Vince Neil, not quite that old, uh, but uh, he's getting there and he is uh, celebrating his life in the AARP land at 62 years old today. Seth Green turning 49 years old today, the very versatile actor, writer, comedian, uh, doing his, his, his stuff. Um, famous for being in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a lot of the robot chicken stuff. Uh, right now, I believe he was the final voice for the pen in um, um, Stargirl. I, they, they changed it up a little couple times. Uh, but Ben, so we're celebrating him on the birthday today, almost at the 50 range. And Cecily Strong, who I often com confuse with Cecily Tyson because I'm a moron, is 39 years old today. I'm not sure why I do that. Basically, if I don't have the script out, so the robot editor is helping me out with those things. Cecily Strong, who uh, left Saturday Night Live, uh, I guess last season or middle season or so, and is now all over the TV with Verizon commercials. So it's not like she ever actually left. 39 years old today. Today is known as Proposed Day. There is a thing called Valentine's Week, and it starts, you know, seven days out. It's on the 8th where many people propose on today. And that's it. They propose today. There's really nothing else of any usual, you know, need to even know because it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, proposed day. You also celebrate Boy Scout Day or Laugh and Get Rich Day, which makes no sense at all. And Kite Flying Day, although in some places it is too cold to really start flying kites. But uh, you have that there. Also, some birthdays not on the list include um, um, Ted Koppel at 83, John Williams, the composer, is 91, and Nick Nolte turning 82 years old on the day. Today in history, 1992, 1922. Yeah, that's different. President Warren G. Harding introduced the first radio to the White House. This would be real big news and trivia stuff to really know if people still actually paid much attention to the radio. Most people don't even listen to the radio in their cars anymore uh, as, a, as a sense but radio, which was once the, the powerful medium of the only way to get your information uh, back in 1922, introduced the first radio in the White House so that Warren G. Harding, not Warren G. and Snoop Dogg, <coughs> could listen to tunes uh, back in the day and get the news, I guess. Listen to, um, you know, Lawrence Welk, who wasn't quite born yet, but that type of music. Now, for anyone who sits in traffic, oh, by the way, one more thing you might not have heard. For anyone who sits in traffic and feels like your time and money are slowly sliding away as the minutes tick by, you're not alone. A report found that typical, typical American commuter wastes over a grand a year in time and money just by sitting in traffic. Uh, traffic time is time you can't be doing other things because texting and driving in is bad. So you can't be at work, can't be uh, catching on things at home. And a lot of times for us personally, since we spend about 20 minutes in the in the um, drop off line and that's mostly COVID stuff, we have to, you know, everyone has to be dropped off at the same time. Can't just drop kids off and go in there. Uh, it's it's a thing. Now, back in the days when I could drop my kid off in the middle of the snow and they would just kind of huddle around the door until until school started. Yeah, that was a blast. But now they have to get. They don't do temperature checks anymore, but they have to wait and get dropped off at the same time because of, you know, child laws or something. But as for people who know commutes, my commute, uh, which is essentially about 15, 20 minutes waiting to drop the kid off and then another 15 to 25 minutes based on general traffic and then if bad traffic, add 10 minutes to that. That's a good bit of time where I could be at work doing something or be here doing stuff for you. But I'm in traffic. 
In the meantime, the between times, let's have mean times and between times of this thing here. This is Wednesday, the 8th of February. I want to hit the right button there. And we're wrapping up for today for things you might not have heard. Thank you so much for being a part of the program on the day. A Thursday edition, very much planned. Pretty sure it's going to happen. Uh, we're betting on it because if it's not, that means bad things befell on your man, Jay Cleveland Payne. Uh, State of the Union, we'll have some some talk about that. We're going to go through the day and just sort of whittle through some of the uh, rebuts to the rebuttals to the rebuts to the rebuttals and post some things going on. I know there's a lot of thing talk about George Santos having a little tiff with Mitt Romney. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders will probably make a way into the show tomorrow. And a lot of people who are just fighting what Joe Biden said, although by using double logic and basically saying the same things he's saying because Republicans are weird, uh, it, it's a thing. So in the meantime, I need you to stay hydrated. Stay focused, stay limber and on task, do all those things, because uh, beyond the state of union address, the union in the world needs you to do the things you do. So be prepared to take the long haul and make your way through it. I'm done for today. We'll do this again tomorrow. <laughs>